You have now entered Square Circle 101. You got your man, that Italian stallion, Mr. Sonny L. Now with me, my man got on the list to become a longshoreman, but little did he know it's actually manual labor. My man Shooter, how you doing today? Man, that was trash intro, man. You it was off the top, though. Nah, that was awesome. It don't matter, man. That was off the top. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101. Or hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle 101. Or talk a little smack to us like this fool on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. What the champ to? is here, baby. Oh, there we go. I was, wait, I was waiting for that. I was getting ready to correct you. I was like, I ain't heard the champ is here. The sweet science. That's what we're here to talk about today. We had an okay fight weekend, but let's talk about RCF. I am RCF.com forward slash contact. You tell him Sonny sent you. You tell him Shooter sent you. You get the three-week free trial. Shooter was going so much that his, his own body told him to slow down. It was like, yo, bro, six days a week. There isn't there isn't a physical trainer out there that would that would not tell you slow down. I can't bro. help it. I look, don't addicts do drugs every day? Yeah. Yeah. But they're Do you judge them like that? No, because they're having fun. I'm having fun. You didn't look like it today. Well, I mean, now we are because we got the thong song going on. But make sure you hit us. Hit them up, man. I am Go check out Low. Check out bigger any lo- of those three location locations. Too. Bigger location, just like my man Shooter's trunks. That's what I'm saying. Three-week free trial. You tell them we sent you. We're coming at you live at Hub City for some few days left here. We'll see how that goes. Man, are you ready to get into this? Man, are you ready to get I'm into ready this? I'm ready to get into this. How are we winning? What, would you, what you got for me? The same boiling water that softens Ooh. a potato hardens the egg. It's not about what you're made of. It's about what you're made of, not mm. the circumstances. Sounds like the guy shooting blanks. Mm-hmm. How? Well, it's not the boiling that makes the egg, but if you can't get to the egg, it ain't going to happen, right? <laughs> Well, yeah, no, I like that though. So it's just explain. Uh, one of the things, well, it's one of the things like no matter your circumstances, the real you is going to show up. We always talked about circles don't die squares. So right. it's you, when the circumstances hit, whether it's trouble, whether it's the valley, whether it's the mountaintop, the real you is going to come out. So That's it's right. either going to make you hard or it's going to make you soft. It's just, but it all depends on what you're made out of. Man. I like that. No matter the circumcision, it's going to be the same length regardless how you measure it. It's just, just what it is with the foreskin or without it. That's just, it's just what it is. What are you going to do? Right? I hate you. Whether I soft you. or hard. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> God. Oh, anyway, man. what's going on, man? Where, where we're, are we at? What we're going to get right into doing? this right now. Let's talk about this PBC fight card real quick. So the first one I want to talk about wasn't even a fight. Uh, F.A. Ajigabagi uh, versus Curtis Harper. Well, she showed up. Hold on. Actually, you know, it's funny. This is on our page. You can check it out. Everybody and their moms have seen this. It on was the... so big. Yeah. Now, the guy he walked out of, even with my, the biggest alcohol muscles, knowing who he is, I would have walked away. But I also wouldn't be getting paid for that fight. So this was the first for me, definitely a first for me that wasn't like a, a WWE match. Because they got announced in the ring. How do you spell his last name? Uh, A-J-A-G-B-E. You said D-D- What? A-J-A-G-B-E. Okay. F-A. So, you know we've seen this guy fight before, right? 
FA? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yep. the Nigerian dude. He's he's been knocked. He's got like a hundred percent knockout ratio, right? Like fourteen well, to fourteen or something. No, not that. Not like that. Right now, besides that, since it didn't necessarily count as a knockout, he's six and zero now with five knockouts. Okay. So we watched him. So he almost was, he would have been hundred percent. Yeah, he could have been. Yeah. So we watched mm-hmm. him fight actually in May. Yep. So that was a lot versus Del Long. It was like a first or second round knockout or something like that. Something quick. Yep. Right? First round. First round knockouts. He only had. One one fight that went past the fifth round, so he's knocked everybody out. Now Curtis Harper, the guy who infant, it was so big to where I had something to say about this, and I couldn't wait to do it on the show. And I didn't know if I wanted to necessarily tell anybody about it. I wanted it to be a surprise when it comes on the show. But everybody was hitting everybody me up. Everybody hit us up on every single platform, whether it was tagged on yeah. Facebook, Twitter, if I Instagram. I bumped into him at the store. Yo, did you see that dude just walk out the ring? I'm like, I have never seen that before in my life. That wasn't like WWF type stuff. So let's, let's just get here. Is this already open and shut case for 10 man of the year? Definitely number one nominee, um, and I would how say. Do you, how do you not? Well, because the year's not over. What, you think this can happen again, where well, a man doesn't even? I would. I would have thought at the beginning of the year that I would have saw a ref tell a fighter after he's counting the eight, get up. He, he was on the seven count. He's like, but he get fought. Up. But he at least fought. This he, guy. He looked at the did, ref like man and got up. But still, I've, I've never seen that in my lifetime. So this is just another added on thing. We we still have enough time left to see something just as crazy happen. I don't know if there's what else could be. I, I don't. Yeah, you're you're right. I don't know well, what see, else can. What, we still have a lot of year left. Well, and also with this guy, he says it, he walked away supposedly because of money. He, he they said they didn't. He came. They came to him before. Mm-hmm. They came to him before the fight to sign a contract or mm-hmm. something of that magnitude, and it wasn't enough. So he did that in a protest. <sighs> Look. You ain't at the NFL level yet, okay? You in a six yeah. round, you in a four or six round fight, bro. Yeah. You're making a couple hundreds of dollars, if that, right now. If you got your name on your trunks, you're making some money. If your stuff says Everlast or nothing else, you might not be getting paid that much. Like if you're a European fighter and you rock some Everlast trunks, that's your paycheck, probably. Those Everlast trunks or whatever the training cost was. So you did this in a protest. What was your next step after this? Because if you did in the, if you did this in a protest, how do you think anybody else is going? If you're not liking what you're getting paid, how do you think anybody else is going to sponsor you or have you on that card? This yeah. is what you're going to. This is what you're going to be famous yeah. for, and this is what you're going to be known for. And there's a different levels to it too. Like when we see someone like Colin Kaepernick, when he supposedly doesn't want to stand for this anthem, it's because of of of, of the way he inequality per- equality and the way he perceives it and feels the way he's being treated a part of it and just all the people and that's something that's a little more obvious now you're trying to protest something that has a hundred year history that begins with every man ending every man's career ending with one loss okay they started off dying you lived or die and it took hundreds of years before you actually got paid for it right they got paid in women and in liquor Back in the day. I mean, you got paid for it still, but it that took 100 years. You know what I'm saying? Even. You know, because when they were paying the Roman gladiators, women in liquor, it was a last stand thing. It was like, it was like you know, the Green Mile. What, what, what do you want your last wish? Well, we can't give you. I mean, I've what, seen Spartacus. They paid them during. Yeah. 
with more blowjobs. And all that does is take away your legs. Don't you do it before the fight. It's bad advice. Don't do it. No, but, no, we're not. That, we're not done talking about this. We're what, not going to see what, this guy. What, well, I don't think we'll see him again, Curtis Harper. You don't think so? Uh, maybe as a sparring partner, next year's contender, possibly. Who knows? We, I don't think you'll see him. It, it's kind of hard to. It's kind of hard yeah. to say whether we're going to see What's him his again. Record? Like, let's, let's, let's look into Mr. Curtis Harper. I'm already giving him he a little is bit more. Thirteen attention than and I six on. now with nine knockouts. I went, when he came into here, I looked at this guy as a sacrificial lamb. But this is exactly, a guy who yeah. went eight rounds with Chris Ariola. Yeah. So he went he went the full he lost unanimous decision to Chris Ariola, but Chris Ariola was What year was that? Uh two thousand fifteen. Well, I have some good news for him. Uh Luke's Luke Cage season three is going to come around and uh, they'll probably need some extras in Harlem. Will he show up? <laughs> He'll probably <laughs> walk good, off a, the set, right? <laughs> He'll walk in and turn around and walk there off. Is, there are certain things in your, and especially when it comes to sports and your yeah, professional yeah. career that you're known for. Buster Douglas. Yeah. You don't know what his record is, but the only thing that you're known for is you beat Mike Tyson. You're the well, first person to could. beat Mike well, Tyson. Nobody could, exactly. Yeah. You, know, you know, Floyd, money, you know, um, Chico Corrales, yeah. you know, uh, versus Castillo. You yeah. like that's certain things that you do. No matter what you do after this, this is what your whole career is going to be. You could never get towards. married because your own friends would make fun of this for the entire time. Are you going to show time. up? Yeah. Are you going to show, show up? Yeah. And I low key feel bad because if it was a lot of a lot of a lot of commentators called him called him out. It was like, hey yeah, man, yeah. you saw who you was in the ring with and you decided to bounce. That was the first thing I thought of. I was like, hey. Now I thought about Digstown, the movie Digstown, because he was like, "Hey, if you before I heard anything about his protest, it was like, hey, get up on the ring and then leave." I thought he had to go to the ring to at least get paid and then come out. So I don't know if the paycheck, if he got paid for this or not. I guess I could have looked up. Just take a look it. at the brother. Do you think he read the contract? Um, we'll just look at him. Look like this is even. A Do you think he understood? Like well, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna throw a stereotype on here. Do you think he understood all the legal jargon? And read that contract himself. Personally. Personally. Yeah, he had to. If he's protesting the money because they're going to make it look like it's something better than what it is. Now, do you think he understood everything in the contract? I don't know. Probably not. I know I probably wouldn't. And that would that could make me walk away personally. But I would I would do it day of fight. They said, they said his corner didn't know nothing about it yeah. either. No, so I they would, went out there and they're like, hey, what's going on? So you... The dude he was uh, fighting is a monster. So. Yeah, he is. But the protest, man, so maybe you shouldn't have went out there mm-hmm. because now everybody knows your face. And, they, right. and then they could have said, hey, he's refusing to come out because of the money. And you could be like, all right. But to see as soon as the bell ring and they, you walk the longest green mile to go back <laughs> to the dressing room. Like that was like a, a couple minute walk, like from him leaving to from the bell ringing to him actually leaving. You know who I'm really mad at? Who? America and the rest of the world. Kermit the Frog had a remake of The Muppet Show, and this guy's been memed with evil Kermit thousands and hundreds of times. Manny Pacquiao gets knocked out before midnight of the same night. There was millions of memes. I haven't seen one meme or gif of this dude walking out of the ring. Nothing. Nobody with no funny jokes or comments, and I'm really disappointed because I feel like there's so I've many seen, I've seen a couple. The one that it was like when you were, it was like when you're getting ready to start your boxing match, but you forgot you left your phone over your girl's house. <laughs> and then he, he just <laughs> That's what so I'm talking about. I've seen, I've if seen there's any more out there, please send them to us at Twitter, at Talking Smack on Twitter. Talking Talk, Smack 101 on Twitter, at Twitter. 
Send us some of those memes or on Instagram, anywhere you got them. If they're funny, making fun of this dude, Curtis Harper, I want to see him. I don't want to shame the dude into suicide, but I want to get some laughs out of it, all right? I'm done with this cat. Let's move on. Let's talk about a man who deserves some credit. And we'll probably talk less, spend less time on it. But, but uh, Isaac Dogbe came in against Hidenori Otaki. Hidenori Otaki, uh, if I remember off the top of my head, I want to say 31 wins... 20 knockouts, three losses? It was 30 wins, three knockouts, 14 uh 14, 14 knockouts, knockouts, three losses. One loss by KO by Isaac, Isaac Dogbe. Now, I, I like Isaac Dogbe just because of, of, of what he brings to the table. He was, he was a big underdog when he beat my man, Jesse Magdaleno, out of Vegas. And he, he beat him with the same left hook he basically beat Otaki with. Now, one of the things about Asian blood is that... One of the few gifts they have, you know, the yin and yang is majority of y'all will become bad drivers or stereotyped as bad drivers. On the other hand, you'll look young for a long time. Hidden Oriotake, that looked like a seasoned vet. I thought that dude, I was like. He had more fights than him. Yeah, he's a seasoned vet. He I had mean, 10, he at has least 13, 10 more. 13 yeah. year career. So, I mean, that was a, a strategic pick, I guess. But even then, if you tell me a 37 year old Asian fighter comes in, I'm going to expect to look at a 22-year-old, even though. So let's, let's talk about even, like, a comic guy. All the fights he's been in, he's probably, like, 35, but he still looks 22, 23. You're talking about his looks, man. Let's talk about the actual fight, man. Oh, yeah, so we're talking right. about Isaac Dogbay's first title defense from winning the WBO belt from Jesse Magdaleno. He's, now, what did you tell me he said uh, prior to this? He wants to become the first African pay-per-view star. Which is a good goal. It's a good goal to set maybe the wrong era for that goal and find another avenue like ESPN. Wrong era, wrong weight class. Right, also. But it doesn't mean it doesn't exist because you could do something with the, uh, the you know, Eddie Hearns network and the, you got all these fight networks coming out, ESPN. So the possibility is there, just maybe not at the magnitude we've seen before. But one thing that I do know is how many times have you ever seen a Japanese fighter get KO'd or TKO'd? You don't see it many times. Often at all. Kamikaze, that's what we said. You got to kill They fight with the heart. That's right. Cool Breeze. You remember that song, Watch for the Hook? Yep. That's all Isaac Dog Bay was throwing. Listen to your corner and watch for the hook. Those hooks were devastating, and they were great. He kept the fight. He kept it inside. Obviously, I don't think he felt, what's his name, Otaki. I don't think he felt any of his power. At all. At because all. he, it just looked like he, he didn't respect it. Right. All he did was cover up. He shelled up yep. until it was time to throw the hook, and the hooks were devastating. And actually, I'm more. I'm looking forward to more and more of his fights. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? You're making me nervous. Sit down. I gotta move on. Whatever. Okay. You, no. you weren't prepared before we started this. I was already spoken and lost it, so that's that means I definitely had enough. So, how do you feel about the stoppage, though? Too soon? No. You saw, you saw. I think he. I think he, he wasn't. Saw he, was wasn't fight, he wasn't fighting back. He wasn't. He and, wasn't hurt. And hurt. Definitely looking like the older fighter compared to Dog Bay. I thought it was an okay stoppage, um, even though he didn't go down. But he he just wasn't throwing at all. You saw. You saw what it was, yeah. and you saw what was going to happen. He was. He had a potential to get hurt. He he didn't have it in it to be in there yeah. with that kid. It wasn't going to get any better for him. That's for sure. At all. We in watching it. What, what would have changed? What would have changed if you would have left him in there a little bit longer? So who, who, oh, I'm, I'm asking you. What would have changed if you would have left him in there a little bit longer? Uh, probably his jaw structure. 
because he, he was getting hit with that left hook like crazy. The same hook that took down Magdaleno. And it was nothing good. He wasn't throwing back. That the Kamikaze was going to get him killed because all he wanted to do was stand in front of him to fight, but he wasn't throwing punches. So it was a decent stoppage. Decent stoppage. That's how you defend your title. That's how you... Mm-hmm. If you want to be headlining on pay-per-view, that's how you get it done. Yeah. You well, got to make it exciting. Now, we, I think we all could agree this was sort of an easy defense for a first defense. And I'm not sure if that's yep. because of just how top rank does it or if, if best available. But I mean, who, we've talked, where should he go we, next for We've talked about this. A, well, we'll check that. We've talked about this a few times. Like, after you win a title, I understand you wanted to have, like, a little yeah. cleanup fight because you did. If I mean, I, either, I was a promoter, I would get him, a good, a, I'd get him at least one defense and one win with the defense. Because sometimes some people could, people who have been a champion and defended their title will say you're not a champion unless you defend it once. I've heard I've heard that saying before. Mm-hmm. So now anybody who to me to me if you win a world champion you're the world champion you won that belt regardless of defense or anything because yeah. we I've seen people win it and get it taken away and never get it back right Jeff Horn exactly <laughs> so. For the WBO, the title that he had that he just he got and he defended, the number one contender on that is Diego De La Hoya. Ooh. It's a nice little matchup. I don't think Diego De La Hoya is ready for those problems. He's though. not ready for he it. Want I, those. I think, he he ain't ready for that, man. And I don't think Oscar wants that. Either, Isaac Dagbe is in the zone right now. I would, I would, If I would Golden Boy, I'd steer clear of that for the moment. Who else is that? Oh, Taki was ranked number six. Who, well, who's five, four, and three? Uh, you got e, in the W.O. Emmanuel Navarrete, mm-hmm. uh, Juan Miguel Ilorde, Thomas Ward, Albert Pagara, and Hidenori Otaki was the guy who just saw him. And Jesse other, Magdaleno on that. Who's the other champions for the other divisions? Ray Vargas, okay. Daniel Roman, uh, Ryosuke Iwasa. Iwasa. Japanese-ish. Well, that's a good matchup there with him and anybody. I assume excitement, but... Ray Vargas, that's a tough one right there because that's a tall, lanky guy, and that'd be a tough fight for Dog Bay. He'd have to get inside and land that hook. And if, if he can get Ray Vargas to slug with him, he can easily get that win. Actually, so, so that's we'll a nice see, little we'll division. See, we'll see how that how that turns out. But he's, I know he wants to unify, and that's what I'd like to see from him. Um, I, I like this kid a lot. He brings a lot of action, entertainment. I'd like to see a rematch. So with Jesse Magdaleno, I like to see what he could do in a rematch with him. Why? Because so, see what he has. Because if you're a champ, you, you should be able to split with this guy, right? If, especially since he's technically the better boxer, you should be able to go in and split with this guy. Don't let your young age and pride lure you into a brawl that you shouldn't have been in in the first place. And that's why you lost. So, but that's that. See, I mean, I understand that, though. So, I'm just trying to, like, I remember the fight, but I don't remember it in details. But according to this... Dog Bay went here. down in the first round. Yeah. Magdaleno went down in round five and then twice in round 11. Yeah. I mean, you know, so he, Dog Bay ends up winning by KO yeah. in the 11th round. Is that necessary to go fight him again? Well, yeah, because he knocked him down early, got overexcited off of his game plan, tried to slug it out with him. He ended up being the stronger fighter. If he boxed him from round one and didn't get overexcited, he probably still might still be the champ. So who knows? Time travel is real. We just don't have the money to afford it yet. Now, moving on to the next fight on this card here. This is going to be a second week for us, not in a row, where I feel like we need to issue an apology to Jose Pedraza. We're, you know what? We're not issuing an apology. Okay. Well, I'm not going to issue an apology to Jose okay, Pedraza. Okay. The reason why 
and I can tell you why I went with Ray Beltran for this fight was I got caught up in the nostalgia of the story. Yeah. I want this guy to win. I don't I'm not even gonna say I made the pick yeah. with my head. I made I the want pick the with story I paid, to win. I want the story to win. Yeah, I'm but with you on this. Looking at this fight, I thought it was just Father Time. Father Ray Beltran yeah. is 37 because Jose Pedraza didn't do nothing special to win this fight. He's he, awkward southpaw stood and slugged it out with him. Was it? He went down. Ray, uh, he Beltran went down in, in 11th round. Caught him with this right uppercut. If he had found that right uppercut earlier, he might have been able to end the fight earlier. Mm-hmm. Ray Ray Beltran got cut in the second round, and that probably was a bad time to have it and made it way more difficult to where it, it didn't give him the ability for sure to, to, to get ahead on the scorecards because yeah. it was dead even going into that 10th round. And it was a good slugfest, good brawl. And then, of course, the nostalgia of the story of Ray Beltran trying to get his you know green card and his citizenship and get his family and all that established. You kind of got to figure. You yeah. kind of got to figure out. Hell, here, let me see. Because what was Ray Belt? Was not Beltran's. What was Pedraza's last fight? Oh, he beat up. Oh, I forgot. We watched it too. It was a PBC fight. Um, he beat up some other. I want to say some other Mexican dude or some Asian dude, probably. So, we dude. always kind of look at the same way that we talk about how somebody bounced back, mm-hmm. like after his. Lost to Javante lost, Davis. Lost to Davis. So he wins two unanimous decision fights after the Javante Davis before leading up to this. Honestly, I didn't even expect to see this guy this back this soon uh, fighting for a championship. Moved up the weight, though. Moved up. So this is for the WBO mm-hmm. belt in the lightweight division. Now, the same way that we look at fighters and how they look after a loss, you kind of got to do the same thing after they win mm-hmm. for a belt. So when you get to the mountaintop, is it, ah, I finally got here, like what Ray Beltran could have said? He fought like he was trying to keep it. He, he fought to the bitter end until Father Time definitely caught up And then up also, the end, we got to think, Pedraza, I mean, Ray Beltran was just in that position of yeah. somebody fighting up who, somebody yeah. who wants, yeah. to, wants to have a belt and wants to win. So, I mean... It's easy to get. It's easier to get the belt than it is to keep it. That's for sure. Raymundo Beltran was the oldest fighter to win the lightweight belt at the, at his age in this division. Just to be clear, um, but it was a good story. Now, what's going to suck for him is now INS is going to show up like with his green card, be like, "Ooh, you didn't oh, you, win. You lost the belt, bro. I you're, had it for you. You should have returned my call last week, man. I had it for you, but now uh, I gotta take it back. That's but, wrong. Uh, that's wrong. Get the we're in Arizona because we just walk you right over the border. Oh, oh that's, that's terrible. You're going to hell. For Do you that, think they like man. pulled them over on the way home too? Like you know, it's Arizona where they can check. Or they're sitting, or sitting there watching in the audience, like, hey, you know what's on, you know what's on the line. Okay. Guys are taking off their jackets, their INS coats under it. Oh, that would suck for him. Now, let me ask you this. Now, they're, they're already talking about the winner getting Lomachenko, and I'm not too excited about either one of the names, but who do you think would have been the better matchup against Lomachenko? Because I feel like you, – you go first. I'm going to go – I'm going to look a little bit ahead of that. Mm-hmm. This fight, all it was was a me- measuring stick for Gervonta Davis and Lomachenko. Pretty much. That's all I, that's all I looked Pretty at this much. fight for because whether you already saw what – Javante Davis did to Pedraza. Pedraza, yep. Either one. When you talk about who's the better, who's the better matchup, neither one of these equally would. I don't think yeah, either yeah. one of these guys are going to be able to last or have the skill set. Pedraza would definitely be easy work. I think Beltran might be able to give him a little trouble if he uses size. 
if he uses his size, and but he's a come it, forward that, fighter. He has to be it, a better He'll boxer. Just get picked apart. So yeah, if yeah. it was like if you say Pedraza's skill set wise with Ray Beltran's heart and be able to mix it up, then yeah. yeah. If you combine both of these fighters, then yeah. yeah. If you got a Ray Pedraza or a, <laughs> a, or Jose, a Jose Beltran, Beltran or something like that, then it would be a better fight for Lomachenko. But yeah. all it is is once Lomachenko gets – if yeah. the fight gets made, once Lomachenko gets done with Jose Pedraza, you're going to look at, hey, who beat him? Who beat up Jose Pedraza? There's I mean, only yeah, Jose Pedraza. The one best. fighter I want to see him in the ring with, and that's Mikey Garcia for Lomachenko. That's pretty much yeah. it. But – Mike Garcia has made it clear he only wants to fight undefeated fighters. And there's two ways to look at That's it. That's a shot fired. That's a shot fired. Or yeah. are you ducking? One of the two. Either way. It's the same thing either way. That's how it goes. You so, know. Well, congratulations to the new and the new WBO champion. lightweight champion, Jose Pedraza. So you got that out there with only one loss on, on your record. Got Not Ray Beltran out of there. Ray Beltran, I hope everything works out for you in the future, man, because love your fighting style, but Father Time is undefeated yeah, with one yeah, draw. Yeah, exactly, man. And choose your next fights wisely. If, if, if you're back going towards a title, let's be realistic about it and get a title shot right away. Has to be. Has to be. Has to be. And take the toughest one right away and knock it out the way because this way you'll know if you're done or not. That's for sure. You might get, get it beaten out. Do you, you think he's done? Um, I mean, because it's kind of hard to say since we just picked him to win this fight. Well, even though I don't think we picked with the right mindset. Every, well, not everybody told him he was done four years ago when he was 33, 34, You know, and he and he had four or five losses then. Everybody told him he was done when he lost to Terrence Crawford trying to get the belt, right? When he got robbed with Ricky Burns trying to get the belt. Everybody told him he was done then. So I don't know. I don't know. This guy, if if he's fighting for the higher. If he's not fighting, you know, he wasn't fighting for necessarily the championship this time. He was fighting for his family to stay together, really, you know? And that's, I don't know if you can find that drive again. So, big shouts to you, Ray Beltran. We'll definitely see you in a couple more fights. But on this, on this level, I'm not sure, man. You just might remain only a contender. Because that's what we're going to talk about next. <laughs> you like that, right? Nice segue. Nice right. segue. Like that, right? Now, I, the contender on Epics with, uh, oh, I shouldn't have said that, but... The Contender with Andre Ward as a host. It's the fifth season. It's the second season I've ever watched, believe it or not, because I watched the first season and that was it. But I really enjoyed it. How did you like it? One, anytime I get to... Well, one, Andre Ward, great boxing Mm -hmm. mind, great fighter. Mm -hmm. Nassim Richardson. Great Brother Nassim Richardson. Mm -hmm. And then you got Freddie Roach. So those are going to be your pillars of starting up the Contender with this season. This will be my first time, actually. I've seen bits and pieces of the first season, but mm-hmm. I've never engaged in this. I watched the whole first season only, and that's just that one. Oh, okay. This you one, just go, go back. What made you stop watching it? Well, uh, drugs. Drugs, women, really. Lost, you know, music. That's what I, I just wasn't into sports or anything at the time. Yeah. And one of the reasons why I watched it is because I knew uh, Gospel de La Hoya was behind it, too. Yeah. And he's one of my favorite fighters. So yeah. that Just like one of the reasons that it makes me watch it now. Andre Ward. Yeah. This is one of my favorite just people of earth, you know, overall. And and he's really good at the host. Really, really good. Not going to lie, if we weren't doing this show, I probably wouldn't watch The Contender. Really? I As much as I love boxing and as much as I love sports, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would sit down and actually really watch this unless – because following that is still going to bleed over yeah. into what we do here mm-hmm. at Squared Circle 101. Yeah. So I, have, I would have to do that. But I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah. I – of this magnitude, I've never watched it to where 
I was this excited. Like I was honestly more excited about watching the first fight between what's her what's her name? Uh, John Thompson and Lamar Russ. John Thompson and Lamar Russ. So we had Thompson winning this fight, right? Yes. We just fought, but just by his look alone. Just by not the other guy, Russ. Just Russ, by his yeah. look, at, he didn't look confident when they when they picked him to fight. Yeah. He seems like he had a whole bunch. He was all talk, but yeah. no no show. So he wasn't even on track for weight. Wasn't even on track for weight. Walking in, walking in, yeah. walking in. So walking you just in. see the discipline of these fighters, and he has to go home right away. And Nazi Richard asked him too. He's like, he's like, I wasn't ready to fight. He said, What do you mean you ain't ready to fight? What do you think this was? Yeah, and the and real you's gonna show up, baby. Now does he get a ten man nominee? Nah, because he did get a knockdown in the first round. He tried. He went in there all bug-eyed, wide-eyed, but I don't... You believe the hurt arm, though? That was a great first round, but it was like a... That was, that was, I thought I was watching two 10-year-olds fight. A lot of pressure. This is the biggest stage they've ever been on, like, on, where it's just... Your peer possible idol is the host and feet away from you. Nazim Richardson in the and corner. It's not just Freddie you're not Roach just fighting for you. You have a team that you're fighting for yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And ain't nothing. And me being involved in team sports ain't nothing worse than you letting down your team. Turn, turning so around all, so and looking at everybody and be like, I don't have it because it's bad, just you man. out there. Yeah, it's I, just my you bad. out there. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. So I'm actually a fan of this. You guys should watch this and make sure you watch Contender. Mm-hmm. It's always good. And it, you know what I like to, about it too. Just the little tidbits and the great insight from mm-hmm. some of the greatest boxing minds that's ever lived. So that's going to be really great to watch and get to see how they interact with some of their uh, fighters. Because yeah. kind of like watching like 24-7 or yeah. All Access or exactly. something like that in the short term. And for a reality show, I do like that they didn't do it like, you know, uh, filming from a camera phone, from a cell phone or something. Kind of like it didn't come off like Love and Hip Hop or these other mainstream reality shows. It, it was good. It was done a little bit more cinematic. Um, but to, to your point, which you said earlier, like if we weren't doing this, Andre Ward would have been the only reason why I watched the show. Yeah. You take him away from it. I definitely would have watched. Now, I love that Andre Ward got in the ring with these guys. Too, That's the man. best thing. So on his interview, when he was promoting the show on first take, like last week or the week before, he even said that, you know, he got in there with all the fighters and it, it, it helped start that fire Yeah, and, and made him remember why he wanted to be a fighter, what had brought him into it. He said, but after going all them rounds with all the young cats, he realized also why he retired. Yeah. And that's a good, that's good for him to get in there like that because this, that's something that didn't happen before. You didn't have the host in there with you. Like, no, how did that, the, 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 the third Keith Thurman, not Pedraza, but the other one. Yeah. The older guy, the older guy, Morgan Fitch. Or whatever, who <laughs> that dude? He's he's still up in the hood. You could tell. Yeah. He get, after his fight, he's on the corner drinking a beer. Um. They told him, you know, you get ready to spar your first fight, and the, he was like, yeah, you know, he's all hyped up. And then they said, yeah, it's gonna be Andre Ward. Like what? You know, the DJ just stops right at that moment. Yeah, just cut. Like what? Like Andre Ward. He's like, ah, right, right, right now. I don't know, man. I was, I don't have my mouthpiece on me or something. It it it's gonna show you exactly who you are, just like the title of the, just like the quote of the. The week, yeah. just like what I had though. Mm-hmm. So when you look at somebody like that, it's like you're in here to fight, no yeah. matter who it, who it is. If it is Andre Ward or if it's one of your peer mates, like I understand that. But at the same time, is that's how you're gonna gauge where you're at, what you're gonna do, and you're gonna learn. Yeah. This the one of my the most slept on movies that I really like by Guy Ritchie was Revolver. Andre 3000 is in there, and he talks about so with Jason Statham. With Jason Statham, yeah, Jason a lot of people didn't understand that movie, but one of the quotes in there that he used, um, they played chess all throughout the mm-hmm. movie. And he was just like, "The only way to get better is by playing a better opponent." Yep. So if you're getting in there sparring with Andre Ward, it's like, mm-hmm. what haven't you seen? Yep. It's like that's the reason why, even though some of these fighters have 
five, six, seven losses, and you look at their resume and who they lost to, you're like, hey, yo, this guy should win this fight just because he's seen everything mm-hmm. under the sun. Like anybody like a Provotnikov yeah, yeah. or anybody, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Just looking who they lost to. So getting in there with Andre Ward, I understand what Andre Ward's coming from because yeah. it's the same reason why I miss and I love hoop. Then I get out there and I'm like, that's the reason why I'm glad I got CrossFit. I got RCF yeah. because I'm able to channel that energy mm-hmm. somewhere else because yeah. it's just like I don't I don't have it in me to. Do, do you it ever like do you I ever see any of these guys playing and, and just look at them right away and just like I could, but I ain't, I just ain't gonna mess with it. Yeah, ain't All gonna the mess time. with it. Right? All the time. No point. That's no why point. I'm in the gym because that's where my competitive edge goes to now and it hurts your back good job buddy that's where it goes now i love andre ward in this i thought this was a good first episode i really enjoyed it um i didn't even get the first fight that the the show kind of led into possibly with mosley jr and the other dude who's running his mouth um but even for those guys who like who's the guy who's trying to get the first fights right how do you think they feel now seeing that first person lose the way it went down well, that's going, to put more, that's going to put more pressure on them. And that's why I always choose whatever I do. I like to go first. I like to be in there first. That mm-hmm. way I can get in the rhythm. And it takes all the pressure off. Yeah. Because if you win, then it's all right. Now I get to size everybody else off. And I get and I got the longest rest. Yep. The first person who goes on there is going to get the longest rest. The person after that, all right. Now, whether your team won or lost, you're like, <laughs> I have to do my best. I don't want to be the first person to lose. And yeah. now it's just like, now I have to win. Oh, we're going to look like the weak team. They didn't team. even call an Uber for him. They sent him off in the shuttle, the hotel shuttle. And you're gone. You're and gone. First, like episode. first episode. First episode. First episode. 16 guys. You first had, episode. What you is had it? 54 minutes of fame. That was it. You know what I'm saying? If, if that. If that. 20 minutes of actual airtime. So. But what makes it worse? We called it out before even seeing him spar, or we seen it. We just looked at, we just looked at him. We yeah. looked at his demeanor, everything his about body, body language, language, his eyes, yeah. and we're like, "You're gonna lose this fight." Mm-hmm. And we really picked yep. exactly what type of person that he is. And it's and it, and it played out. Now, Andre Ward, I thought he was a great host. Where would you like to see Ward do next? If you just had to pick something else, because he seems to be a multi-talented guy. He was in the movie Creed. He'll be in Creed too. You know what? This is how I know we spend too much time together because I thought about this while we were doing it and I forgot to tell you to I'm going I forgot, with this. I, I forgot <laughs> to even have you write it down. Andre Ward is gonna be on his way to be one of the most successful after boxing Athens, career yeah. like people ever. Like yeah. you know and, and like, and like you, the way Mike Tyson is now and all the stuff that he's mm-hmm. doing, like just staying around boxing, whether it's commentating, whether it's the contender, yeah, yeah. whether it's the movies. Yeah. And Andre he, Ward's a good looking guy, man. He can he can write his own ticket. And he can talk too. Yeah. So so he's gonna be a good face and voice. Like Floyd and Mike Tyson are good icons, but we're not gonna see them hosting anything because they don't have they're not as articulate when it comes to being able to stick to the yeah. script and things like that. How many now, times you heard Floyd say I'm, he's a tremendous competitor? I'm like, you ain't got nothing else to say besides that. Bro, you think he took lessons from Trump. Now <laughs> what I was gonna say though, but I was right in the same boat with you as far as like, you know, thinking about comparing what him with Mike Tyson. Do, yeah. I want to see him in an action movie. Specifically, I want to see him in an action fight scene with the dude from The Raid, who's in that Mile 22 movie with Mark Wahlberg. Uh-huh. I want to see him and him so go at it. So you want to see another Ip Man with Mike Tyson? I want to see a better like version of it. I don't want to see two old dudes. I want to see two young dudes in their prime like this, who's got, who's still young looking, who are strong and big and definitely could put on a good energy. I can see show. him as being like the boss man's yeah. right-hand henchman. Exactly. Like, kind of like, like, like that. Yep. He's just like, 
coming out there. Because hey. we know that you're not going to beat him in the movie. That's just not going to happen. You know, what I'm saying? This, this is, you're, you're not at that level yet. You're not starring in it. You know, this guy just barely got in the movie with Mark, with Mark Wahlberg, and the raid is dope. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That was a dope movie. So it, we'll see, man. We'll see how that goes. But that's where I would like to see him go next. Like, kind of like, you know, a better version of Ronda Rousey. Well, the thing is, he just signed that contract extension with ESPN. Yep. He's doing the contender. Mm-hmm. He's getting his go- acting chops go- with Creed. He's, he's, he's going to be around. So yeah. we're going to find out. We're going to find out about what he's going to get into regardless. But I don't think he's just going to stop right here, man. He's seen so multi- right. multi-dimensional. So it's going to be great. You know, it went from the Olympics to the Super 6 tournament to world champion level. Now the World Boxing Super Series Season 2 at the Cruiserweights, they got the whole lineup ready. If you go online, I, I believe there's a I posted it on our Facebook page. You believe or? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. But the Cruiserweights, we have two returning fighters. Dordacos, your, your nearest Dordacos and Marius Breedis will be returning. Okay. Should they be allowed to return? Why not? They lost. Okay. I'm good with that. Okay. Uh, Dordacos for sure. Breedis, I feel like he got dominated pretty decent, pretty well. But hey, this is, this is what makes it good. Because now, should they still have an Ollie trophy? After the first one, or should it be a different trophy every time? Like maybe on, every year, do, an Ollie isn't trophy. It, isn't it a new Lombardi trophy? Isn't it okay. a new? There we go. Okay. Uh, what is it, Lombardi trophy? What is it, the, the no. basketball one? All they got new trophies yeah. every year. Let's no, let I like it that. give it to them. Yeah. See, I didn't. I didn't look at it like that. I was thinking maybe do we have to commemorate the Stanley every... Cup? No, I like yeah. that. That's good. That's good because this could be this could be the one. Now this could be the this could be boxings. But basically. this is what we said we wanted. We said we wanted more of these tournaments. Hey, yep. we got a unified champion. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Yes. I, let's do it again for sure because then it's just going to lead into maybe the current one who won it, Oleksandr Usyk. Has to. Has to. It has to. Has to. Now, everything on the internet says that by the end of this week, possibly, the fight should be done deal with him and Tony Ballou. And I commend Tony Ballou. Sometimes, pretty Ricky, just, you know, I even if when you hear about the challenge, if your first response is, I'll probably lose, but I'm not going to go out like that. You, I'm going to say you probably shouldn't take the fight, but I understand why you did. Because it'd be decent money, but at the same time, I ain't no B either. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to back down. But I, I hope he has people around him that's like, hey, champ, this might not be the best idea to do. Hey, on BoxRec, they already have the, they already got the. Date and Vegas the, set, d- huh? Date up is. Uh, the tenth of exclusive, November. but look, there's no way that's 30, happening. But yeah, Tony Ballou is thirty and two. If he went, if he loses, he's going to be thirty and three. Who's is this? that big? Is that big of a difference? Look up his two losses. I want to. No, say, no, I'm just, I'm okay, asking yeah. you. Is that is that a big of a difference? Nah, no, not for his record. Not he's not predicated not on being undefeated. Not so get paid. Uh, Donna, and take it, Donna Stevenson, and Nathan Cleverly. That's right. And one of them was a majority decision. Oh, okay. Who knows which one that was? It's probably the Nathan Cleverly one. That sounds like it. But Tony Ballou, I like to see him. That's that's one of those things where I wouldn't mind seeing him win. I don't see him winning at all. I, it'll probably be another shutout, like the way Usyk put it on Gasiev, the way he schooled that boy. I don't know. Tony Ballou could try to make it ugly, but well, he, depends, he, he, it depends he, on how he wants to end his career. That and also, <laughs> that and also, Usyk called him out. So that's, that, that could change it, too, that, where you can get the mind games on him. So we'll see what happens, man. We know we know Tony believes about it. We know he's a tough guy. We, we've seen him. But is he is about it? Let me ask you this. Let me, we're going we're gonna to move on from Tony Balloon and Usyk real quick, but we're going to stay in the same area of where Usyk's from. I'm going to ask about my man, Kurt Sittis. Does he have a hood pass? 
We gave him a hood pass right? a long time he ago, took man. That hood pass. Yeah. He's probably passing them out now, man. You, well, no, nah, I don't think so because he's in a Brooklyn jail, and him and um, so Kurt Sidis is part of the Shalala Enterprise Crime Syndicate, started by a a, a Ruslan or Roslin um, Shalala. Shalala. No, he's in there for three different counts of uh, felony charges, like thirty which, counts or something. Yeah, yeah but insane, it's like three yeah. main counts that are going up to 20 years apiece yeah. or something like that. So we've talked about Kurt Sittis and we talked about his uh, street regiment yeah. a long time. We talked about, we liked about us. He's the mini Mike Tyson. Yeah. He just got shanked in jail. Yeah. Not just him, but the guy who started the syndicate is in there with him. They got shanked together, supposedly by the Colombian gang. So that just shows that it was on some gangster stuff that had to do obviously outside the streets and they just knew where to get him. Probably some old beef, or they're just trying to take them out because outside the street they want to take over the money on there, you know, take it over their turf. That's just what that is. So if you guys want to re- if you guys want to read up on it, we put it on our Squared Circle page on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash forward slash Squared, Squared Circle One Hundred One. That's right. Make sure you check out that article, and that way you can put a face to. Kurt Sittis. We've talked about him <laughs> plenty of times on yeah, here. Yeah, it, it's just like a white version of Mike Tyson with a fat scar on it. He, and he looks exactly like a thug. Like, there's, like, it's one of those things. When I heard about all the counts of the, the crimes, I was you like. You just looked at him like, yeah, he did yeah, it. He, 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 he did, did it. He That's did it. that. No no doubt. No doubt about it now. Now, we had uh, this past weekend the first press conference, too, for uh, Demetrius Andrade and Billy Joe Saunders. I didn't get to watch it. I just read about it. And it was, it was exactly what I expected from kind of from Billy Joe. I didn't think he would go off on the deep end and try to really mess with Andrade and, you know, mind games, anything like that. But then they, they kind of, you know, they asked him, they asked him what he thought about his opponent, of course, you know, and, and he mentioned that, you know, that the, the top two fighters in the division are caught up in a fight right now, right? But now you got Billy Joe Saunders and Demetri Andrade are probably the other two guys that nobody really wants to fight. So they're going to fight, and that's what he said. And then he told them, like, he also told them, too, when they tried to bring up Lemieux, he's like, don't bring up Lemieux, that, don't even bring up that bum. How dare you? He said, how dare you bring up that bum? He said, I've been in there, he said, I've, I've been in there with, uh, with uh, what's the, the, the dude from the Super 6, the, the son, the junior, what's his name? Chris Eubank Jr. Okay. And handled him easy. You know, he's been in there with ha- Andy Lee, handled him easy. He says, don't even, don't even talk to me about Lemieux, he's a bum. And he gave, and he actually gave a lot of credit to Demetrius Andrade as far as being, you know, uh, a fighter that nobody wants to fight. Yeah. And I thought that was real cool, and respectful of him. And I was surprised, a little disappointed because I was expecting, you know, some a little ish talk. I want to see what Demetrius Andrade was. What say. did I tell you about that though? Yeah. What did I tell you about that? Just like, do you really want to piss off Andre like that? It, yeah. It's he's a dangerous fighter, and he's way more dimensional than yeah. uh, that. Uh, who you just say? Billy Joe. Not Billy Joe. Like, uh, oh, Chris Eubank Jr. Yeah. or Andy Lee. And da- Lemieux. David Lemieux. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's who it was, too. So you got to kind of watch him, man. These, yeah. these lo- low-talking cats, man. Now, hopefully, what if Demetrius Andrade fires the first shot? I don't think he would. It's not his, it doesn't seem like his style. But if he did, how do you think Billy Joe would respond? I think Billy Joe is going to be Billy Joe, and he, he would be respond. Billy, right? now, the way the he does. T- now, at the same time, is somebody goes outside their character like yeah. that, you got to kind of watch him like, what, what, are you, what are you doing? What are you doing now, right? What are you doing, man? Wait, what are you doing, boo-boo? You don't, you don't talk smack like that? What are you doing? Now, on this, uh, who had announced on this undercard, Tim Farmer is going to get his first defense 
um, for his WBO belt, I think it is, or IBF or something. This is IBF. And you sure? uh, yep. Let's see. Tevin Farmer. This is one of these guys started late in the game, like the forty-year-old virgin. Yeah, IBF. IBF. There we go. And he. I didn't his, doubt you. I just. I he just gets his first see. defense on this card, which is good because it's going to be the co-main event, and I like. And we like Tevin Farmer. We, we sure like him do. A lot. He's a slick boxer. We like him. All right. Now, and this is good because this is what we need in boxing. We need these these guys to fight. Let's get this out the way because in the winner standing, one of them has to fight the winner of Triple G versus Canelo. And then there's other options for the loser of that fight because we got the, the Lemieux O'Sullivan. Lemieux says he's going to knock O'Sullivan out. He'll probably get knocked out because he said something, you know. And we, we got a possible matchup that for the, whoever the loser is, whether it's Canelo or Triple G. And that's what we want. We want to see these guys fight everybody, get more unification bouts. Now, with that fight on the horizon, no countdown today, there's two fights on the horizon right now. Two big fights, I think. Sean Porter versus Danny Garcia. Which is next week. Triple G versus Canelo. Uh-huh. Which fight are you looking forward to more? Canelo, Triple G. Really? Yep. I'm with you. I agree 100% on that one, because that's definitely the right answer. Triple G versus Canelo is just like the first time they fought. I almost kind of don't want it to happen, but because I needed it to it, hurry up and I, get here. I needed it to hurry up. The reason why I'm picking that I feel like we've seen the Sean Porter Danny Garcia fight before yeah. between the between the yeah. two guys. Even though and, they haven't fought. Yeah, even though yeah. they haven't fought. I just yeah. feel like we're gonna see some of the same thing, just like between the Keith Thurmans, like the well, common denominators and, and these guys. So exactly it's, it's where like, I was going with this. Now it's, granted, even though we haven't seen this fight before, yeah. I don't know the dynamic of how this triple G Canelo is gonna turn out. A lot of animosity, a lot of bad it's blood. Personal grudge it. It's now, really yeah. personal. And, of course, what you guys been waiting for, shoot us uh, my opinion on <laughs> what the difference in this fight is going to be, which is going to come up in two weeks. In two weeks. That's right. I'll tell you about that. We'll tell you who we think is going to win, who we're going to pick. And the Sean Porter and Danny Garcia is the exact opposite feeling. Like, I almost wanted that fight to hurry up and get over with. So I want to see who's fighting What's who next. Going on, and that's what that's what it is. It's like this is just a stepping yeah. stone, and the division's so stacked. This is a stepping stone. So we're talking about whoever went. Like to me, it's just the same thing with Andre Ward beat Sergey Kovalev. Whoever wins this Triple G Canelo fight, to me, is pound for pound number two. Number one, yeah, number two. I I, I have him number two under Terrence Crawford. Under yes. Terrence Crawford, just because like. Terrence Crawford's been doing it, and I still don't think there's undefeated. Any unified yeah. the entire division, exactly. Two weight class, no question three. marks, yeah. no question, no marks. question marks at all. So, and ready to face anybody. So, yeah, didn't have to go through as hasn't at least in his career he hasn't bumped into ran into any moments where there's a lot of politics involved that prevent a fight from happening. Like kind of like what these two had to go through to get it done. Uh, a lot of the fights that maybe that, Canelo would be pound for pound number one if he beats Triple G, but you know we'll we'll see. Even now, nah, I can't, man, because of the Taco Bell incident. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, very. You know, we'll talk. Yep. Exactly. We're talking about that. But we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that, that as that one comes up. But it, it's crazy to see those as the exact opposite magnitudes here. And now we do have one fight this weekend. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to watch it or going to watch it. It's Ryan Garcia versus Carlos Morales. This is a whole fight card on there. I, I found out that he was even fighting on accident because I was trying to look up a different way that we can use uh, a boxing schedule on our app. Download it. Available on Google Play and iOS. Find, see if I can find another one that had like the same links through BoxRec. And I happened to look up a fight schedule and it said Ryan Garcia versus Car Carlos Morales. I had to go. I had to look into it further to make sure it's the same Ryan Garcia. Now this is a he's, he's easy on the eyes. 
the ladies seem to love him. In fact, one of his last ESPN cards, all he did was interview women. And I was like, yeah, what do you like about Ryan Garcia? Well, I, th- I think he's really good. Um, he's got fast hands. I like his hair. Shut up. Right. What do you think he's good for boxing? He's good for a lot of things because you know what this fight is being aired on? What? Facebook Watch. It, it's one of those, it's the dumbest thing, but makes the perfect sense at the same time because of who Ryan Garcia is. He's got like 30,000 Instagram followers owned by Facebook. So that's how, the, so you could just see how that happens there. So it's going to be, it's probably going to be airing right after dad jokes or something. Who knows? Um, Ryan Garcia was in the garage working on the snake bag, the Cobra bag. And one of our, one of the listeners, Bruce Leroy, somebody had retweeted that onto his page. And he's like, man, get this trash off my screen. And I just started dying. So he has no love. Bruce Leroy doesn't have no love for Ryan (laughs) Ryan Garcia. Garcia. It's kind of one of those things. He's a little cocky little kid. I I really don't know how I feel about him. Let's, Let's put that on Bruce Leroy's girl's page. And we'll see if he has the same reaction. <laughs> Ooh, who, who's this? I like boxing, right? I like boxing. Even though he's 120 pounds. Ah, don't worry. You can hate him all you want now. In 10 years, we'll see him in lingerie. That's how it goes down at Golden Boy anyway. Man, but that, I mean, it's interesting. Facebook watches where this is. So this is going to be another platform of streaming devices. I just got done cutting the cord. Can we stick to the platforms already? Man, and and I've been evolving with this. I'm like the evolution of man with technology. You know what I'm saying? I started off with the pager, and now I got the iPad. I got everything. I got the smartwatch. It's just too much, man. And if, if we didn't have this app and we didn't have all this technology, man, we would know where to find these fights. It's yeah, just that's true. So many baselines yeah. for that's true. or platforms for all these fights. Even with on. all it's this now, we still up. find out like, oh, wait, what? He's fighting tomorrow? What? And that's horrible. But that's why we're here for you, to make sure you get to know when all these fights are happening. Download that Squared Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. Hit us up on Twitter at Talk Smack 101 or hit us up on Facebook and Instagram at Squared Circle 101. How are we with it, man? You got that quote? It was about circumcision and objections or something like that? The same boiling water that softens the potato hardens the egg. Hmm. It's about what you're made of, not the circumstance. That's right. It's about the length, not the motion in the ocean or other way around. The, the boiling water, the potatoes and fries. That's what I'm talking about. Make sure you hit us up. Man, I'm out. See you.